Welcome to the Ultradent Products Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Dan Fisher, CEO and President of Ultradent Products. Dr. Fisher will be discussing self-etch adhesive systems and the challenges that come with developing a self-etch product that inherently uses competing chemistries. Then he will introduce Ultradent's new Peak Self-Etch, a system without compromises that is incredibly versatile and user-friendly. Melanie, thank you for inviting me to speak on this exciting new technological development uh, in adhesive dentistry, namely uh, Ultradent's new Peak uh, self-etch adhesive. And thanks for taking the time to be with us today. I'm sure our listeners will find this a real treat. Well, thank you, Mel. Uh, as many know, we have stubbornly resisted the introduction of a self-etch system. Uh, not that we haven't worked for some years to develop one. And in fact, uh, over the last six, seven years, we've probably developed at least three and seriously studied uh, at least one formulation brought to us from outside. Uh, in all cases, the closer we got to heading down the runway, the more we felt we were making a compromise that wasn't acceptable. And in fact, uh, to Neil Jessup's credit, who coordinates uh, over our R&D, uh, he has just put his foot down with good reason and told me a couple times, Dan, he says, it's just too big of a compromise. We can't offer a bonding adhesive that is 40% lower in bond strength than what we know our PQ1 and our, our Ultra Itch to be. And in all fairness, uh, if we look at uh, the combination of Ultra Itch and PQ1, they were virtually unsurpassed. Uh, certainly Kerr Solo was a good material and still is. Uh, a total etch like uh, PQ1. Uh, one of the principal challenges that all companies run into with a self-etch system is the challenge of incorporating competing challenging chemistries into one or a few containers. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's a number of studies out that show that virtually every single bottle adhesive is not clinically acceptable even two-bottle systems can have their challenges and certainly there are some that are better than others but uh, still uh, the studies have indicated that the total etch with a phosphoric acid uh, has given the best bond strengths, the best clinical results. Certainly however one can understand the reasoning, the purpose for clinicians to desire self-etch. Uh, one can envision particularly the child patient and you're needing to wash that acid off and collect it all and you've re-soaked your cotton rolls again mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it, it, it can be a little frustrating. About two and a half years ago we developed a fabulous uh, self-edge chemistry but once again as with other manufacturers in an attempt to bring these challenging chemistries together in one or even two containers, we found that it decomposed. And like all other self-etch systems, one could measure the decomposition during the claimed shelf life. Mm -hmm. uh, meaning that, yes, uh, when the bottle's fresh and new, and if it hasn't sat in the uh, 
shelf, uh, it be it inventory of dentist or of dealer for too long, then okay, it may be a reasonably good value. But certainly after six months to a year, many of them have gone down substantially. And what happens chemically with these self-etched materials yeah. that, that causes that decomposition? One of, one of the greatest challenges uh, comes when you are putting a reasonably strong acid together with a resin. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to remember that albeit we can bond to dentin at high bond strengths with reasonably weak acids to get quality adhesion to enamel Mm -hmm. with a weak acid, that's not possible. Uh, And it's important additionally as clinicians that we remember that uh, 90% of our margins end on enamel. This is something I am continually reminding our our chemists of Mm -hmm. uh, in R&D that in our quest to achieve fabulous high bond strength sedentin, we cannot flush enamel. Uh, The peak has the strongest acid, lowest pH of any self-etch system, Uh, a pH uh, around one, if you will. Uh, Now, the problem, however, in incorporating that with resin is the decomposition, the Mm -hmm. hydrolyzing of the resin as a monomer, even. Uh, Here, about nine months ago, Uh, another R&D team uh, through their weight behind this project. Uh, We work with three distinct R&D teams that are coordinated under one head. Uh, We have our chemical, we have our design group, and we have our mechanical, electrical, and the like. Uh, The design group uh, with the chemical R&D team uh, came up with a very unique mixing and delivery system. A system which incorporated a small syringe inside of a larger syringe with the smaller syringe acting as a plunger for the larger one after it's activated. The smaller one has a rupturable plunger membrane. Additionally, the smaller plunger has an area where a clinician can write at what point in time they activate this system. This system is called a jet mixer. It's appropriately called a jet mixer because upon activation, upon depression of the small syringe plunger, it causes the small plunger membrane to balloon and then explode in a jettison of acid into resin. Mm -hmm. This means that the acid and resin components are kept separate until the clinician uses them. So the clinician or their assistant simply writes the termination date on the flat part of the small syringe plunger of the jet mixer. Uh, We have learned that once these materials are mixed, the acid and the resin of the peak primer, we know that they are good for a little beyond 30 days. In the name of simplicity, we teach that the clinicians should just write down the date that's one month out from the date they activate, uh, which reminds them of when they should have the primer used. Uh, Certainly, for most every office, they will use it in much less time than a month, but this gives them a, a safe 
window a, a safe opportunity to use it up and and that's good at, at the room temperature they don't have to take it back to the refrigerator if you will so now we have a system which is acidic enough to perform a very meaningful etch on enamel and in fact just as recent as two days ago uh, I seen some SEMs on a study done by an outside university uh, I can't mention it yet because it hasn't gone to publication but the etch pattern for our peaks surpassed any other self-etch out there certainly having this this predictable etch is important where most of our margins end on enamel as we indicated earlier but additionally the incorporation of the peak light cure resin with the peak self-edge primer facilitates a bond strength denton that that's unsurpassed and in fact uh, i'm looking here at the chart and you see that the bond strength to denton is a little bit higher than for pq1, PQ1. with ultra edge mm -hmm. the bond strength to enamel a little bit less than ultra edge with pq1 but extremely comparable sure uh, this this is a milestone from my point of view. Uh, our goal had been, and our commitment had been, that we must surpass the bond strengths of a quality self-edge system, namely Clearfield SE. We believe we have clearly surpassed the bond strengths of Clearfield SE with the peak system and with a predictable mixing and delivery system uh, for the best bonding possible. From a clinical standpoint, it's quick, simple to use. Uh, one simply applies the primer, agitates it in, uh, air thins it for say three seconds, no white activation needed on the primer. One then applies the uh, peak light cure bond resin and incidentally the peak light cure bond resin is the same chemistry we've come to use for years in PQ1. It's a little thinner, not as viscous, which is more user-friendly to most clinicians, but it is the same chemistry. This has a side benefit. The side benefit is that if one preferred to use ultra-etch with peak like your bond resin, one could. Additionally, for those clinicians who like to use phosphoric acid on their enamel margins and uh, then follow with their self-edge for dentin. There's no problem here. Uh, one can use ultra-etch in total with peak light cure bond resin. One can use the peak self-etch in total or a combination of the peak self-edge and ultra-etch with the peak light cure bond resin. So it's, it's a, a mix and match as the clinician desires. One does apply agitate, as with PQ1, agitates the peak like your bond resin into the dentin. We know that agitating it uh, at most all adhesives increase their bond strengths. On dentin or enamel both? Ooh, good point, Mel. Uh, we prefer that they agitate on dentin only as much mm -hmm. as possible. Uh, there can be a slight decrease in bond strength to enamel with aggressive rubbing on edged enamel. Uh, so avoid doing that, but uh, do aggressively rub on to the etched 
or etched and primed in the case of peak self-etch uh, with your light cure bond resin. Air thinning three seconds, always air drying for some six to eight seconds to assure volatilization of the solvent carrier in these bonding agents so that upon polymerization one achieves a, a quality strong polymer uh, without any dilutant monomer mm -hmm. present, if you will. The peak system is being augmented here in the near future to facilitate chemical cure bonding mail. Uh, we have the case for the bonded post mm. and I'm a firm believer in bonding posts into teeth. As a general rule, it's not posts that fail, it's the interface between the post and the tooth that fails. Right. Uh, the worst case is when this abutment, uh, post-supported abutment, uh, separates and yet the bridge holds on the other abutment. Too often the carious process sets in, uh, the, the patient is not knowledgeable of what's going on and too often they lose the tooth. Mm. Uh, I'm a firm believer in bonding in, and I recommend for those who wish to have the capability of retreatment that they use a fiberglass post uh, with the logic that should they ever wish to retreat, it's simply a matter of using the Unicor post drill and you, one can drill out the prior place mm -hmm. post and, and perform the retreatment. But at any rate, on the subject of the post bonding, once again the jet mixer comes to the rescue. Peak primers A and B can be mixed and maintained at room temperature for up to 60 days. Uh, it's appropriate even that we have a longer time period as a general rule most dental offices are not performing as many chemical cure adhesive procedures as they are light cure. Mm -hmm. uh, hence uh, the, the wider window of, of opportunity there. But that is 60 days at room temperature and they put the terminate, the clinician places the termination date and activates just as they do with the uh, self-etch primer for the peak light cure. Uh, importantly, once again, the mix and match is possible, meaning that the clinician, should they prefer a total etch phosphoric etch of the post preparation, they can use such. We recommend delivering with the endoese delivery tips. If they would prefer to use a self-etch. They can use the peak self-etch with the appropriate delivery tips in the post channel, blowing out the excess and then entering with the peak uh, self-etch. Uh, it is called peak for dual cure looting, peak L, uh, DC rather, peak DC for dual, dual cure, cure looting. Uh, they follow with that. Uh, it's important whether using a total etch or a self-etch that the clinician totally blow all of the residual bonding agent out for dual cure and totally dry. Any residual undried resin in that post channel can cause premature polymerization of the looting resin that will be the placed just set. following. Yeah, you get a snap set and you don't get the post to place. So 
Thorough drying is, is an important step following application of the dual cure bonding agent. That little tryaway device that Ultradent has can facilitate getting air down into that channel. Absolutely. That's a quick, simple, disposable one. Mm -hmm. uh, an alternative is the autoclavable Stropco mm -hmm. device. Uh, these enable the clinician to attach whatever syringe tips uh, at their disposal to the uh, to the air water syringe mm -hmm. so that they can deliver air and water uh, down into that post channel and, and wash or dry or whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one fun fringe benefit from the PEAK system and connected directly to the PEAK self-edge primer. Uh, I think most all clinicians can relate to what I share now and certainly when I lecture to them I ask if they can relate and the heads go up and down in agreement. The subject is this, quite often we find ourselves working close to the gingiva. Perchance we've even had to use a hemostatic such as viscostat to control the bleeding. We apply our etch or our self-etch and dang, it starts, it starts to bleed. Again. Yeah. This, this is one of those nuisance issues uh, every clinician can relate. Well, clinicians will be happy to know that a fabulous side benefit of the peak self-edge system is that not only does it not initiate this bleeding in the gingiva, but should bleeding occur, they simply rub with the peak self-edge against that little surface bleeding area and it seals it off. Wow. A virtual styptic and then sealing action so that they can continue on with their procedure uninterrupted and in control. Certainly uh, the most important subject for quality adhesive dentistry is being in control of contaminants mm -hmm. and uh, be it saliva, blood, cellular fluid. One has to be in control or the the adhesive interface uh, will not adhere, it will leak, and it will result in premature failure of, of the restoration, be it direct placed or indirect. Mm. But I highly recommend the PEAK. Uh, I think clinicians will find it a, a fun and valuable addition to their dental armamentarium. And thank you, Mel, for having me address on this. Thanks, Dr. Fisher. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of Ultradent's podcasts, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. If you have ideas or suggestions for an upcoming podcast, please send an email to ultradentnews at ultradent.com. <laughs>